Hello everybody and welcome to Back Up for Grabs. Today we're talking about season one episode nine. Old and new bonds. So we can start off with our usual 15 second recap. You want to go for it? (laughs) Sure we can try this. Oh I just set my timer for 23 hours and 15 seconds so hopefully you'll be able to get everything in. Yikes. All right 15 seconds. Okay. Ready, set. We have some camp life. Then we have a reward challenge, which is this cool web maze. And Colleen wins, and she picks Jenna. They get letters from home and a barbecue. Then there's a immunity challenge, and Rudy wins, and it's this cool tile puzzle. And Kelly... (laughs) Almost. I almost got it. I was so close this time. (laughs) You did good. (laughs) All right, your turn. You have to turn it on. Ready, set, go. We start off with some camp life, which is really just an extended discussion about fishing. We have a reward challenge for a barbecue feast and letters from home. Colleen wins, she picks Jenna. Then we have an immunity challenge, which Colleen wins. It's a rope maze, and then everybody votes off Jenna on sort of accident. (laughs) It was the tile for the reward, or the immunity challenge. Oh, frick. Yeah. (laughs) Man, Rudy wins. (laughs) At least you said Jenna goes home. I got excited about... um, Colleen winning once for something. <laughs> That's true. Plus that rope maze was cool, so. Oh, shoot. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so, starting out with this camp life, it was all about fish. It seems like it. It's about Rich's strategy with the fish. It's about the girls catching the fish. It's about Richard's gonna stop catching fish because people don't appreciate. And they don't cook it how they should, apparently, either. Yeah, I feel like this is our first real glimpse into everyone getting annoyed with everybody else, just purely because they've all been with each other for so long. Yeah, and you, like, I can't even, being with someone for a day straight even can make you get, like, eh about them, but for, we're 20-something days now. Yeah, (laughs) and it really depends on the personalities, too. Like, you could last with someone for a day if, like, your personalities clicked, but... With all of these people, and there's so many ins and outs with their relationships, like, it's not going to happen. And they're all super big personalities, too. Like, I wouldn't say that there's one person there that's not, like, chill. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I mean, chill is, I guess, a general word, but... You know what I mean? There's no one that's super easygoing and go with the flow. We've yeah, seen, no one's low-key. We've seen everyone complain about at least something multiple times. Right. So. <laughs> it was bound to get old sometime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People have a lot of different fish opinions, though. I think it was funny that Sean... People seem to be turning a little bit on Richard, not necessarily with the vote, but on... His usefulness. And with the comments people make of, like, Sean said that he thinks he's immature in his motives and he's only doing the whole fish situation because he's immature and, or, sorry, insecure, and he's protective about sparing the fish because he, like, thinks that's what's keeping him there. And then Richard's got this, I don't know, need to make sure everyone knows that it's not actually about the fish. Like, yeah, Richard's under the impression that he's not being voted off because he's not letting them vote him off. It's like, well, I haven't really seen that from you. Okay, yeah, that was one of the weirdest comments I thought that was ever made. Like, do you know how votes work? Because (laughs) are you voting for those people? Because I think they can cast their own vote. Are you, you know, 
like blackmailing them no yeah i think this is not an insult to the rest of the contestants but i think the reason that richard's still there is not because he's so smart but because they're not thinking as strategically Mm -hmm. richard would and we know from later seasons that he's on that he does not last this long employing the same tactics no and like they're just i mean jenna and colleen like they got to have their little powwow after Colleen won the reward challenge. They hate him. (laughs) Yeah, and they were talking about the fact that, like, oh, yeah, like, they have this strategy, like, Richard's been voting off the same people with his little group, and they had talked to Jervis, and Jervis wanted to wait for the fourth time that it was going to happen to make sure that there was a pattern. So, like, they know that, that Richard is doing this, and I think they've waited too long at this point. Like, he has this little core group that is a good voting block, and they've waited too long to form a strategy of their own. Yeah. And then when he's called out on it, Richard kind of pivots and says, I'm just not even going to get them fish anymore until they appreciate it again. And it's like, you just said it wasn't about the fish. Right. Like, if your whole thing was that you're not letting them vote you out, then that would be the case with or without the fish. But now you're going to withhold fish just to stick it to them? Like, (laughs) but it's fine, because the girls went out and got fish, and Sue was super happy about it. He seemed extremely annoyed when they came back. Oh, yeah. And then everyone was, like, impressed with their actual catch. He, like, immediately noticed them coming back on the raft, gets up, and, like, proceeds to walk toward them and just glares. Goes to investigate. (laughs) Uh, And Colleen said, he thinks he's so above everybody. (laughs) He really does think that. I I did like this whole storyline, though, of the girls being... Girls. convinced that they could go that they could do it eventually yeah. and it's been days of them getting nothing we saw how well how long sean stayed at super pole when that didn't work like i mean not to throw i do like sean for the most part he we he like anno- you, sean he annoyed me a little bit in this episode but um yeah super pole he tried fishing with a uh, dirt for a while mm-hmm. and that didn't go well and they gave up I mean, Sue Sue even called them out. Waste of time. Did you catch anything? No. Waste of time. And that's even funnier, too, now, because Sue has been, quote, wasting her time with the traps for how many days, but it finally paid off. So. She's so happy. Maybe time's only wasted if it doesn't eventually result in anything, but how would you know that if you weren't wasting the time to get there? Right. It was really cute to see her happy. It's a little more philosophical than I was planning on going. (laughs) See that emotion from her. Yeah, she was so proud. Yes! She's funny, too, because she used to shit talk everybody on the tribe, and I feel like she's really calmed down Mm -hmm. a lot. Like, she doesn't really have anything bad to say about the girls at this point. No. She complains about Sean. Can't really blame her. He was being... Just the footage of him... He just talks just too much. Just continuing to... Yeah, exactly. Like, it would be good for him, I think, to... Not. Learn when to... Keep the trap closed. <laughs> but yeah, so then we get into this reward challenge, and Jeff makes a point to show that Jenna's letter is present, so they win a letter from home if they win, and a barbecue. That whole thing was kind of weird, too. He, like, made him take, like, a group hike over to, like, where the food would be mm-hmm. f- for two people. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it looks good. They yeah. have a whole barbecue kebab set up. Yeah. A lot of meat that's already cooking, a lot of meat that they can cook. Jeff himself will personally be the one that barbecues. 
That's so... I was thinking about that while watching. Do you remember... He didn't, or he hasn't done it this season yet. Maybe he will at some point. But there was certain seasons when he'd make a big freaking deal during rewards and be like, you can take my personal credit card and go do X, Y, and Z. On a shopping spree. Yeah. Buy whatever you want. It's so funny. Like, why did we emphasize that? Like, we all freaking know that's not your personal card. Maybe it is. It's... He's a producer of the show now. Like, even if it was his personal, like, business card or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Gosh. I think it's for dramatic effect, but I just find it funny. It's the little and wins. It's, it's just kind of, I will cook you <laughs> barbecue for you. Like, okay, Jeff's a grill dad now. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was that cool spiderweb rope maze. For the challenge. Mm-hmm. And, like, they've done this in subsequent seasons, thankfully. Because, I mean, I really like this challenge. Um, with a whole lot more budget in the future. But <laughs> it was cool. They had to go get little tokens and meet back at the middle at the end. I like the problem-solving aspects of it. Because you're obviously gonna, I mean, and we saw it with Jenna and Jervis specifically, you're gonna run into other people on the maze and you kind of have to make that split-second decision of, I'm going this way, you're going that way. Am I gonna wait for someone to get off before I go? Am I just gonna go and make them back up or are we just gonna work together? And I, it's, I think it's really cute to see all of those little instances where... I'm glad they showed it. mm Mm-hmm. Where people aren't purposely trying to make someone else lose Mm -hmm. and that's I mean this is jumping the gun a little bit but during the tile challenge why they were all annoyed with Sean because he purposely cut someone off and it's like you didn't need to do that though like you had plenty of other places you could have gone right and that's why they're gonna advocate against you Mm -hmm. and it's it's funny because it's I mean it's an individual immunity challenge but it's not it's kind of like everyone needs to do the best they can do for themselves but also try as minimally as possible to interfere with other people's ability to do that. Right. Whereas nowadays, there's no... Like, You're in it for yourself. Right. We The only people we cheer on are our allies. Right. And that's it. <laughs> and it's very obvious. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I thought it was interesting that Colleen did it barefoot. I feel like that probably worked well for her since you were on these, like, super skinny ropes and she probably had better grip. I mean, I don't know. It could also hurt your feet. That's but true. she's pretty much been barefoot, I feel like, in most of the um, clips that we've seen of her. Mm-hmm. Like, half the time she's up a palm tree chatting and she's barefoot. So right. she might just be cool used to it. it. Yeah. yeah. I did think it was interesting. Jeff, like, shouted out. He had to ask who was finished and had collected all their tokens. And then he was like, oh, okay, now it's between, you know, Kelly and Colleen. Like, whoever gets back to me first. And Colleen just yeets herself basically onto Jeff. (laughs) And Jeff had to jump down from the platform. Like, it was just chaotic. (laughs) I thought it was funny. I, this is the first episode where we've really gotten some narration during challenges. Mm -hmm. Not like, not even a voiceover. That's a little advanced still. But at least you can. Right, there's not. So much distance in between them or so much background noise from, like, waves crashing or whatever that you could actually see, or, sorry, hear what Jeff was saying real time. Right. Which I appreciated because as cool as it is to watch season one, knowing that there's 40 seasons that follow, not having Jeff commentary during challenges 
um, significantly lowers my viewer experience. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. But yeah, so Colleen won, and she was only able to pick one person, so she picked Jenna. Everybody kind of agreed with that because Jenna didn't get a video message, so she got her letter. Which is so funny to me because Colleen voted for Jenna. Right. The last week. But that was more because Jenna was sad and she wanted her to go home to be with family. That was your take on it. We don't know if that's what it actually was. That's fair. That's fair. She seemed annoyed with her. Jervis definitely seemed oh, annoyed Oh, yeah. With no, her. Jervis is done with Jenna. And now both of them, ha- like, didn't vote for her this week. And right. so I kind of wonder if it was, I don't know, if Jenna was more pleasant to be around this week or if, or, well, it's not a full week, but the last few days. Right. Or if they've kind of turned the tide and just are now more irritated with other people. That's what it seems to be like for Jervis. Right. He was kind of... I think needling Richard this entire oh, he's episode. Done. And Colleen and Kelly and Jenna all seem to be kind of embracing this girl gang thing, which people are noticing and it is not and impressing not happy about people. It. Yeah. So they have they get to have their barbecue. They get to have basically some girl bonding gossip sessions about It was cute. All of the boys <laughs> that they're annoyed with. <laughs> Don't we all? Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, back at the ranch, we see everybody looking like their mom just got murdered with this sad music playing. Everyone's eating rice as if it's not what they've been doing for the last three weeks. Like, (laughs) the drama. They were punished, obviously. (laughs) Yeah. I don't, I mean, the only person that seemed to have a somewhat stable attitude about it was Rudy. And he said even before... Like, while they were still looking at the barbecue before anyone had won it, like, I'm prepared to eat rice tonight. Like, like I have every been. night. Yeah. <laughs> that is something that I feel like has changed over the course of Survivor's history, is that now people feel almost entitled to get rewards. And, like... Well, yeah, you're right. Because when people don't win, or, like, they haven't been brought on a reward in a while, they're like, well, I have to pick this person. They haven't been on a reward yet it's like no you don't have to they could they could earn it themselves and there's definitely seasons where we see people they're like pick me pick me i haven't gone on one and then they don't get picked and then jeff's like oh would you like to speak about how you were not picked and they're like yeah i haven't been on anything yet they could have picked me it's like "Mm, mm, (laughs) you could also have won it yourself (laughs) it's not other people's responsibility to make sure you get bonuses right and i think there used to be streaks where one immunity person, or not immunity, but well, there was a challenge beast and they'd pick the same people every single time to mm-hmm. go on their reward or like, you know, a combination right. if it was two versus three versus four, whatever the, you know, parameters were. Right. And we don't have that here. And it's interesting that we don't have it here. We kind of develop it and then it kind of goes away because now there's an expectation again Oh, and the other big thing that's a huge expectation now is that if you get a reward, you bring anything you can back for the people who didn't. And it's offensive if you don't. You know, like... Sharing is caring. There's such a survivor culture that's developed now that people who don't even play or haven't played before respect. And it's mind-boggling to me how that kind of thing can develop. Gotta follow the customs now. (laughs) So... There's not much that happens between that and the immunity challenge. So this is the first ever puzzle challenge. 
And it's so funny how Jeff frames it. He's like, we've tested this, this, and this. And I'm like, I wasn't aware this was like... A test. Your, yeah, the whole goal was not to test various assets of our... Physical capabilities. Survivor abilities, yeah. Agility, swimming, stamina. And this challenge is interesting because you have the option of just looking out for yourself, of working with someone else, or of being a complete douche canoe and cutting someone else off. And we kind of saw... All of that. All iterations of it. Mm -hmm. And... This is also, we kind of had a couple of interviews that weren't directly related to the challenge. One of my favorites was Jervis sitting there saying he doesn't have a strategy, but, or it's not exactly a strategy, but he's going to try to win all the challenges. I'm right. like, were you not trying before? What? And he acts like it's so groundbreaking, too, to have the opinion of, I'd forego rewards if I could get immunity. It's like, yes, that is the goal. Immunity is a better thing than, than a reward. Yeah, like you could go straight to the jury bench fat and happy, or you could stay here contending for a million dollars, and he's acting like, whoa, incredible, what? (laughs) That is not the way to play? My new strategy. Are you kidding me? (laughs) And Sean talks about, also in an interview, how he thinks he is adding a, quote, new dimension to the game by voting alphabetically. That was so controversial, this episode. Like, every, I mean, obviously people have picked up on it, probably also because Sean doesn't stop talking about it. But he was like, oh, yeah, I skip you if you win. So if you win, like, immunity, you don't go into my rotation. It's like, come on, Sean. Like, you don't need to. Well, he's he's trying to beef it up to make it seem like he's adding a new dimension and, like, some fun element. But it's like, you're just... It's not strategic, Sean. It is not strategic. And he's screwing people over. We saw that with Jenna. And he looked like he genuinely felt... Horrible. Bad. But it's like, what did you think? And also, he's sitting there knowing that the ex-Toggy people, minus him, have been voting in a block. And if they... Every single vote. And if they know who Sean is going to vote for, that's just an extra vote in that regard. So why wouldn't they use that against him? Mm Mm-hmm. And he acts like, oh, it's not my fault, but it's, like, you're carrying the same amount of weight that everybody else's vote carries, and right. it's gonna like, send don't, people home sometimes. Don't waste your vote, Sean. And that he had the audacity to be like, oh, I would rethink it if I really thought Jenna was in danger. And it's like... Jenna's only getting one vote tonight. Maybe two. Everyone's in danger. Right. Like, <laughs> you're down to seven people? Now seven, yeah. So eight. When they were yeah, voting. Eight, yeah, yeah. That's like a, what, 12.5% chance you're going home? Right. Well, I don't know math, but I trust you. (laughs) It's (laughs) 12.5. Wait. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm right. Because that's half of 25 (laughs) and then 25 times a couple. Yeah. There you go. That's why we went to law school, guys. No one wants to deal with numbers. Well, and what I, like, noticed, so... Kelly bonded with the girls recently, mm-hmm. and Kelly, I, she I saw started her vote. dressing like them. Oh, of course, that's just you know uncalled for. But no, so Kelly voted for Sean, hmm. and so if she had voted for Richard, like the other Pagong people, it would have been a tie because it would have been four and four. Hmm. So I don't know why she picked Sean. Like I know that they were annoyed with both Sean and Richard. 
But if they had really talked about it and like, come on, you're so close to having a good voting block. I think that's where it's just a prime example of how you have to communicate with people. Because even if you're not directly working with them, if she would have gone to um, Jervis and Sean and Jenna and Colleen and said, Jenna's going home unless you people all vote for Richard. Right. Or it didn't even need to be Richard. Anybody else. Could have been Sean. Then they could have sat there and weighed, okay, who do we want to keep out of those two? Right. And voted. Yeah, we're still not getting any real discussions that we get to see about who they want to vote off. I mean, obviously we know who Sean's voting off. It's just whoever comes alphabetically. But, I mean, and then we kind of knew between Richard and Sean, but we didn't get, like, Jervis, Kelly, or Jervis, well, yeah, Kelly voted with them this time. Jervis, Jenna, and Colleen saying, okay, we're picking Richard this time, you Mm -hmm. know? And they could have. And that's what kills you. Yeah. (laughs) And now that opportunity is gone. Yeah. Moment of silence. (laughs) For Pagong. (laughs) And you know that... Too little, too late. Greg's probably sitting on the bench going, duh. Like... (laughs) Well, yeah, Greg was always, like, a believer that Richard was pretty strategic and, like, at least a threat in some regard. Well, Greg was the first post-merge vote out. Mm -hmm. He figured that out. As soon as he got there, which mm-hmm. is crazy to me. And that's mm. exactly why he got sent home. Exactly. That and being kind of a weird dude, honestly. Very, very weird dude. But I was actually kind of surprised he was able to not speak while watching. Like, I just feel like he would be someone that would blurt things out while sitting on the jury. I mean, we don't know that he didn't. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. So, anyway, we got thrown off. There's the first real puzzle challenge. <laughs> uh, and it seems to be going pretty... Well, yeah, standard. Mm -hmm. Just flipping over tiles, moving space to space. And Colleen gets out first. Are we surprised? Then Kelly. Mm. Then Sue. Yeah. And eventually we get to a point where Jervis is kind of off by himself with a limited number of tiles. And Sean and Jenna are kind of in the same, like, group. Section, yeah. And with one connecting tile away, Rudy is kind of in his own section. Group. Yeah. But Rudy has access to more of the board a little bit further away. Mm-hmm. And so there's this moment where Sean has the option to go a couple of different directions, one of which would cut Jenna off and basically ensure that she gets off the board. Right. And that's what he picks. And the girls on the sideline are pissed about it. Which shifts into everybody basically, and I'm sure he could have done it by himself, but coaching Rudy right. to beat Sean, essentially. Yeah. And he does. And then Jervis by is one like, tile. Yeah, Jervis is like, stop listening to the girls, they're trying to mess you up. <laughs> it's like, Jervis, you're out in a couple blocks anyway. You're, like, irre- you're irrelevant in the situation. You're not contending, Jervis. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> and then... And this is, yeah, kind of another example of everyone being mad because you got in someone else's way. Not like he because didn't have to do that. No one would be upset if he did it because it was his only option. Right. It's because you had a choice and you chose to, to screw with someone else. Yeah. Especially because then he votes her off. Like <laughs> Right. Like, we all knew Jenna was next alphabetically. Mm-hmm. And, like, he literally told her. Right before the challenge. He's like, you're next. And she's like, yeah, I'm next. And so if she didn't win immunity, I don't know. It's just timing. Yeah. Bad timing. I I wonder kind of what was going through. Sorry if you guys hear background noise. That's all um, 
my dog captain deciding that we're not paying enough attention to him. I don't totally fault Sean. I don't think people would have been mad at him. No, I don't think it was necessary, necessarily malicious, but it wasn't nice. Especially knowing that he was going to vote her out. And right. I don't know that they're aware of this either, but in the past, they used to, if there was a tie, send out whoever had the most overall votes. And he could have really, like, if that situation had come up, messed with Jenna in that way too. Like, you're just piling votes on her, and it seems like Jenna's one of the only people that can tolerate Sean yeah. at this point. <laughs> I mean, she's pretty likable, and by, like, most of the people in the tribe, and she likes most of the people in the tribe, so I have no issues with Jenna. Yeah, then Jeff bestows the great honor of flipping the rest of the tiles over to Rudy because he wins. Right, just give him more manual labor. Which, I don't know where this came from. This is just, like, making them swim to Snake Island. Like, congrats, you won, now you're the janitor. This is your honor. (laughs) Embrace it. So then we kind of move into the period where we get a little more information on what's going down with the vote. Uh, Richard has a lot of criticism about Kelly's wardrobe choices because they match the other Spice Girls is like the vibe that he is making it seem like. Because the wearing the buff as a tube top trend is born. <laughs> yeah. Which it's been going for a little bit, but now all three of them are doing it. They're doing their hair in buns. Like, they're they're being cute. They're being young girls yeah, they're with all, a bunch of dusty old men on an island. <laughs> they're all around the same age. And then Sue, like, takes offense to this. She's like, she, like, pulls Kelly aside. She's like, what are you doing? It's like, well, hate to break it to you, Sue. She can do whatever she wants. Which is insane to me because when it was the four of them going fishing, everything was fine and dandy. Yeah. And I think Sue's got a little bit of the green monster and is feeling... Left out, and so she's going to lash out onto Kelly, who is the person that she feels like she can demand higher expectations of because they're in an alliance. And, and she should be more mature. Both from Toggy. <laughs> <laughs> kind of makes me think that age is a factor here. Like, you kind of see it come into play. And, like, we see it in later seasons. Like, the younger people kind of click together. And, like, I, I don't know. Kind of seems like that's what's going on here a little bit. And this is now the second time that Kelly's alliance is ruining her friendships for her because she was buddies with Stacy. Right. Stacy left. Now she's just trying to have fun with Colleen and Jenna, and now everyone's... It's uncalled for. ...complaining about it. Yeah. And they're not hurting anyone. No. If I have to look at three girls wearing neon green buffs as tube tops, frolicking around on the beach, or Richard's naked ass, which one do you think I'm picking? <laughs> I think we'd all pick the same one in that in that setting. <laughs> I didn't leave everybody with a lot of great options. No. In that scenario. No. Specifically. But yeah. Then we kind of get this discussion. So we, we get to tribal. Jeff asks point blank what the heck Sean's alphabet voting strategy is. And Sean explains that the rationale is many-fold. Many. Many-fold. Mm-hmm. And you can t- kind of tell from Jeff's question that Jeff is, we'll say, less than impressed with the, quote, strategy that Sean is employing. And that one of the bullet points that Sean gave for why it's such a good strategy is that it gives him a person, a plan. plan. Yeah. I'm sorry, you have to remember one thing every three days. Who am I voting for? And you need a plan. A plan. Plus that, what, you have to go remember who you voted off last time. 
Then who won immunity so that they're immune from your alphabetical list? And then yeah, who comes next in the alphabetical order? So really, this plan is taking Sean more brain power than just voting who he decides it he doesn't want. It takes me a lot of anymore. brain power. I mean, I don't even know who's next. I need Sean to tell me every week, so. And that he tried to say, like, oh, well, most of the Pagong, you know, people Are were first. first. Yeah. Well, I guess it's Richard, Sue. Kelly would be next. Kelly, yeah. I think. Foreshadowing. Well, not. Kind of. She makes it to... It's fine. We'll get there. <laughs> um, and Jeff kind of asks him to dig a little deeper and, like, what if, like, who's, who is it tonight? And Jenna says, it's me. And Sean was like, oh, well, you know, if I thought she was actually in danger, I, I would, might change He it. said I would rethink it. Like, so you're not even saying if I knew for a fact that my vote yeah. would send someone home, I would change, like, it's, he would consider it. Yeah. I... This is me giving Sean more credit than I think he planned for, but I could try to rationalize it for him. Strategically, yeah. Sean could be determining who's going home because, I mean, he's picking his order of, you know, alphabetical. Mm-hmm. And because the Toggy people know who he's going to vote for and they need, like, an extra vote, especially with Kelly kind of in limbo here. Mm-hmm. Sean's determining who's going home because Toggy's going to vote whatever name Sean puts down. But that's giving Sean a little bit too much credit. And if Toggy wanted to vote out Sean, they could. Mm-hmm. So I tried for you, Sean, but your alphabetical strategy is stupid. It's flimsy at best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Jenna goes home. Mm-hmm. Jervis, Jervis votes for Richard. Yes. Which I find this so funny because Jervis of all people, is kind of the first to really notice and verbally call out the fact that Richard might win this thing Mm -hmm. and that he's a threat and that he should go. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I just wish that Jervis would have gone that one extra step to convey that logic to somebody else who could have understood and voted with him because... Or have trusted himself to realize that earlier instead of waiting for the fourth time around that they're voting in this voting block. Like, oh, it might be a pattern. Jervis. If it happens twice, it's a pattern. <laughs> Three times is almost a guarantee in Survivor Land. And now we're at four and you're too late. Mm-hmm. They have no reason to even have someone flip. They don't need no. the numbers. They're, they're good now. Yeah. Come on, Jervis. He also seemed, like, personally offended that he didn't win the reward. Yeah. Like, he was like, I can't believe Colleen got it over me. And I was like, you were in, like, fourth place. It wasn't like... You were, you were seconds away and you Colleen were still collecting narrowly, tokens. narrowly beat you out. No, yeah. No. He's he's not the brightest. No. That's that's and we're good. Yeah. Okay. That so wraps it should, up. <laughs> should we move on to our birthdays? Birth? Oh wait, first, who would you have voted for? Oh, um, Richard. I'm at the point where I'm voting Richard pretty much the whole until he's out. I agree. I, yeah, out of these people, for who annoyed me the most in this episode, it was definitely Richard. Um, strategically, it's Richard. Mm-hmm. I think we're, we're at that point. I would, yeah, probably Richard, maybe secondarily Sue. She didn't bug me that much this episode, surprisingly. Maybe because she was happy. I just, yeah, she's just, I think she brings the whole energy down. Mm-hmm. Like, she was even kind of a jerk in tribal council because she called Sean an idiot, mm-hmm. like, right in front of him. And mm-hmm. he was like, thanks. <laughs> Like, we're supposed to be voting together, but okay. Yeah. 
And then your favorite quote from the episode? Ooh. Mine was from Sean, which was, you never get used to seeing Richard naked. Mm. <laughs> That's good. Mine was Alphabetical Reasons by Jenna, and only because it was similar to For Subtle Reasons by Richard. Mm. So, yeah. You just, the reasons. I love it. You know? My new tagline. <laughs> so, birthdays. February 27th. We have happy birthday to Jen Lyon from season 10, Ashley Trainer from season 19, and Courtney Moon from season 24. February 28th was a big day in Survivor lore. So we have the season four uh, season premiere, which is Marquesas, also known as Boston Rob's first appearance. It's also my first Survivor buff. Is it really? Yeah. Look at you. I know. We also have the season 36 premiere, which is Ghost Island. I didn't love this that season as much. No, not my favorite. Yeah. And we also have David Wright's birthday from season 33 and season 38, and Laurel Johnson from season 36. Her, as a caveat, her birthday is really February 29th, but because that only happens once every four years, we pushed it to the 28th. Mm. Happy leap year. Oh, no, we're in March now. March 1st, Heather Aldrit from season 41. Aw, we just, we just watched season 41 as this is, you know, airing. Yeah. <laughs> and February 2nd is CC Taylor from season March. 30. March 2nd. Oh, shoot. I March, know. sorry. March 2nd. Now I have the hiccups. <laughs> this is a train wreck, You're too you excited. <laughs> March 2nd is CC Taylor from season 33. Happy birthday, CC. Sorry I suck. March 3rd is Pete Yurkowski from season 25. March 4th is Abraham Rahman from season 10. Jason Siska from season 16. Oh, wow. Remember him? He's the one that caught the rat. Mm. And Jeannie Chen from season 41. And March 5th, we have Pashal English from season 4. Jonathan Penner from season 13, 16, and 25. Love him. And Sierra Easton from season 27, 31, and 34. Love her. March 5th. Good day for... Big day. Survivors. <laughs> yeah. And that about wraps it, I believe. So, I'm Hannah. I'm Kylie. And thank you for listening to Back Up for Grabs. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review on wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Instagram is backupforgrabs. Twitter is backupforgrabs underscore. Or you can email us at backupforgrabspod at gmail.com.